We were out uh, having dinner last night. Great place. It was kind of unexpected. We just went to uh, this place, figured get a quick bite, one of those kind of places. Never seen it before. Mm -hmm. We had a event we had to go to last night. You'll see video of that soon. I can't say more <laughs> at this time, but there you are. Right. Little teaser, little trailer. Yes. <laughs> it's like the next Ghostbusters movie coming out. Mm -hmm. Give me just a little tease at Comic-Con. <laughs> anyway, we're out last night, and I'm uh, looking through the menu. I said, well, you want to do an appetizer? Sure. Want to do some drinks? Sure. The waitress comes up. She said, you guys want to uh, bring some drinks? I said, you want to put in your order? I said, sure. Right. So we're going to do an appetizer. And I said, uh, love, you ready to order? You said, yeah. And she goes, oh, okay, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? So let me uh, let me go through this. We ordered uh, quesadillas as mm -hmm. an appetizer. Right. And I think there were going to be four or five of them. You know, yeah, so it's a good size appetizer. Chicken quesadilla, right. Chicken yeah. quesadilla. Mm -hmm. Good size appetizer. And then you ordered what you were going to order, and I ordered, I think we were both having a sandwich, right? So, yeah, chicken big, sandwich. Uh, big sub sandwich. Mm -hmm. Maybe not sub sandwich. What would you call that? On a, a ciabatta roll. On a ciabatta. Yeah. The lady goes, you don't want that. I said, what do you mean <laughs> I don't want that? It's not good. She goes, oh, no, it's good. <laughs> But what you're talking about here is too much food for two people. Right. Now, for a second, I go, oh, and I'm pressing this information. And then I go, oh, well, what do you mean it's right. too much food for two people? Are you saying, I think I can't eat this. Are mm -hmm. you saying if we order this, that we'd be acting piggish? That we would be uh, hogging food? That we would be uh, boorish? In our uh, eat, ordering an appetizer and two separate meals? I, I didn't know how to take it if she meant that the, the meals were very large and right. so we should be splitting it. Or if she meant, how could you both eat your own sandwich and an appetizer? I think it was a little bit of both. Now, I'm not sure there was judgment there. I don't know. But look, here's the first thing. I'm never paying full attention when the server comes over. And no, I don't you mean don't. that I don't you mean don't. that to be disrespectful. I mm -hmm. don't. I appreciate that's hard work. You're on your feet, you're sweating if you work in a restaurant. I get that, Absolutely. okay? And I'm yes. sure there listen, for all the uh, for all my bitching and moaning, I am not a difficult customer at a restaurant. Am I not always polite? You're very always polite. Always tip 20%? Always. Sometimes more if it's a better never person. Never send anything back. Even never. when the person's a real screw up, I feel bad where you go, "I'm giving them nothing." I'm like, well, well, I've never not given We got to give them at least 10%, but, 5% yeah. at least, yes. okay? Mm -hmm. They are still working even though they suck at their job okay <laughs> having said all of that for some reason i have this mental block where they go would you like to hear the specials i go yeah i would like to hear them and then my brain just shuts off i don't know what that is so i'm just not expecting this lady to go into a thing and i'm trying to process the information and again i feel like i feel like she was saying that is far too much food for the two of you right oink oink and that kind of hurt my feelings no i'm with you i kind of felt the same way because we both just stopped and looked at her and we were like uh, oh, okay. So we proceeded just to get... We took her advice. We got, we got the appetizer. And I don't know if, if it was because I thought that she must be right. I guess I did because she works her every day. But then, I, right. of course, she kind of shamed us into saying, oh, yeah, no, that you're right. That'd be that'd be far too much food, <laughs> even though we're both ravenous after... I mean, we eat breakfast at 5 a.m. and then it's right. like 6 o'clock at night. Right. I'm dying to have dinner. <laughs> so we got the appetizer and we split the sandwich instead right. of both getting her own sandwich. It was plenty of food. It was So she was food. absolutely right and she saved us money. Yes. And did we really both need to eat a giant sandwich? Probably not. Probably so, not. So maybe she was the greatest waitress ever. Maybe we need to take her along with us everywhere we go so she can say, that's too much. You're getting too... <laughs> Stop. It's too much food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wagging finger of shame. So thank you, waitress, yes. whose name I don't remember because I black out when servers mm -hmm. talk. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 997 FM, South Jersey. Hit Tom's River, keep going south through AC, down to Ocean City. Should come in loud and clear for you. Not great to the west, actually. So mm -hmm. if you're, you're heading into Philadelphia, you might hit a little static there. Better to hop sure. over, plug in your Bluetooth, do the Boss app. But anywhere from Staten Island all the way down to Tom's River, you're good on 1071, 997, everywhere else in South Jersey, except uh, again to the west. For some reason, we get some <laughs> static headed into Philly. So there you are. I know. <laughs> Just a little scramble a little, over little there. A little topo topography map. Yes. Yeah, it's funny. We were saying that to Nor'easter Nick, who lives uh, in Brigantine, mm -hmm. said uh, for some reason on the Atlantic City Expressway, there's like this half a mile stretch where all the radio stations go to static. So weird. And I'm convinced it's like something John Gotti did 20 years ago that they never fixed. You know just what I mean? Just be quiet. Yeah, be you're quiet. Right. Don't say nothing. It's just, just to, I'm not, and, and if you did, thank you, Mr. Thank Gotti. Thank you. It's great. It's great. We, we appreciate you doing that. Yes, we I'm do. sure whatever purpose it serves, it's 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 for our own good. It's perfect. <laughs> so I mentioned also the Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Good morning, America. Welcome to Fourth of July weekend. We officially kick off your boss 1071 the boss, a summer fun song weekend, Fourth of July summer fun song weekend at eight with the freakout. Got something special planned. Matter of fact, we got the dumb politician news today. Oh boy. I suppose it's still dumb crook news when you sure, think about it. Sure. So that's Star Spangled. 
<laughs> Fourth of July fun facts this Friday. We'll check the CBUB, the CBB, the Fast Five. We have a fresh he said. She said. Happening at 750, 729, 20. It's hashtag mom. Confessions. And Jane Seymour, who I think is British. <laughs> so that really makes no sense. Oh, is she? Yeah, we're representing the other side of the Revolutionary <laughs> War. She's uh, she got a big art exhibition going on down at Stone Harbor. Oh, okay. That would be where you listen to 99.7. Okay, I yeah. didn't know she was an artist. Yeah, she, she's go. also an artist in addition to being an actress. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite line that she has in the Wedding Crashers movie? Touch him. <laughs> That's Touch right. Em. <laughs> I wonder if she really took her top off in that movie. No. She's she like didn't. a prim and proper kind of actress. It was really out of character no, for her to... she was a Bond girl. She's not. Well, I think well, you know you're right. I forgot about that, but I was Not thinking that of, prim and proper. Well, Come I on. was thinking of her. Remember, you forgot that she was a Bond. When I you bo- for- when you booked this interview, the first thing that came to your mind was not Jane Seymour Bond girl. No, 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 no. I was thinking of her from somewhere in time because oh, she did okay. the movie with Christopher Reeve, uh-huh. who was Superman, and you know what a big Superman fan I am. <laughs> so this was my roundabout way of asking her what it was like to work with Christopher Reeve. Got it. Okay. What are you implying here that I have some sort of goofy crush on Jane Seymour? Never. She's just a redhead British person who's been in a Bond film and also knows Christopher Reeve. No crush on her at all. It's I totally fine. I do not have a crush on her. Okay. I mean, she's an attractive woman, uh-huh. but that's not... <laughs> I don't have a crush on her, per se. Okay. Uh, can I say that someone is a pretty woman without being... Uh, yes, you can. Without be- she yeah. is beautiful. She's beautiful. Can't she? I mean, I'm sure there are guys where you say, oh, yeah, that uh, Brad Pitt's a handsome guy. It doesn't mean you've got pictures of him in your bedroom, you know? I mean, I don't have pictures of anybody in my bed. I have pictures oh. of Grayson in my bedroom. <laughs> well, he's also a handsome he's guy. He's a very handsome little duck guy. And anybody would be lucky to have pictures of him That's up right. there. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about anymore. No, this the whole reason I agreed to the interview is because I want to talk about Superman. <laughs> Touch him. <laughs> Also, she's gonna. She's in Wedding Crashers too, which they're making. Oh, she is. Yes. Okay. So I thought that would be topical and interesting. That's very fun. I couldn't get anybody else from Top Gun. We get the one guy, and that was it. <laughs> Tom's not coming. Couldn't on get to Val talk Kilmer. Couldn't get Tom Cruise. Couldn't get uh, Jennifer Connelly. So Dang you know, <laughs> I'm doing the best I can with these bookings here. Okay. I'm aggravated now. I could see that. Make it like I have some sort of ulterior motive, which I do not. <laughs> No, I don't. Okay. Tickets to go see Chicago and both the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson and Al Jardine, PNC Bank Arts Center. Another pair of those coming up this morning. <laughs> Touch the pair. Coming up after 9 o'clock. Did you see this uh, story yesterday? There's a Norwegian cruise ship that hit an iceberg near Alaska. Oh, my god! supposed to be a nine-night Alaskan cruise, but the ship crashed from an iceberg off the Alaskan coast over the weekend. And it returned to Seattle. I guess it departed from Seattle, was headed up toward Alaska. You coast along. And summer's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah. Not as cold in Alaska. But they sent it back to Seattle. Now, it did not sink or anything like that. But (laughs) There was not a Titanic situation I mean, good Lord, that just feeds into every fear that someone who says, I don't know if I like boats. And I am one of those people, by the way. Let me rephrase that. You go out on Joe's boat. Mm -hmm. You get a friend that's got a little... A little yacht or some yeah. deal? Absolutely. I'll go out there, have a little charcuterie, not right. a problem. Even a nice sail, a good-sized sailboat would be just fine. Right. But there's something to me when you're out on these big cruise ships, you can't get off, you're in the middle, you know, you're 200 miles off coast in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Cell service don't work out there. Everything is just on the boat. That's where yeah. I start getting a little nervous. It got a little more shaky for me when you heard about... You know, people get uh, bacterial infections. Or you get a whole boat where that's true. Five hundred people have got COVID or the flu or that's something all true. at once. That freaks me out a little. Mm-hmm. But then, boy, this—I mean, this is almost a replay of oh, "I'll never let go, Jack." <laughs> Holy crap! That's really scary. I—I've always wanted to go to Alaska. I've heard it's gorgeous. Yeah. I've heard the cruises are beautiful because you do—you cruise right by the icebergs and you see the whales and you see the polar bears and that's beautiful. That is. Terrifying. Now, hang on though. a second. I'm not sure they have polar bears in Alaska, do they? No, no I don't think they do. I think that's Antarctica. They, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying you see nature, I guess is my point. I brought Coca-Cola for him and everything. <laughs> the Norwegian Sun, that's the name of the boat, transitioning to Hubbard Glacier in Alaska when the ship made the contact with the Growler. That's the uh, small iceberg. That's a term for a small iceberg. Okay. Had less than 3.3 feet of ice showing above the water. Oh, wow. 6.6 feet in width. Of course, it was much deeper below. After the impact, the ship changed course to head back to Juneau and then uh, back to Seattle. Once they went back to Juneau, Alaska realized it wasn't going to sink immediately. Right. They're like, let's just bring everybody back and refund them. You can go on a cruise <laughs> in a different time. I'll tell you what, I'd be like, no. I'd be kissing the ground the minute I got off that boat. The difference is, is when Titanic happened, <laughs> they didn't have the communication like they have now. They didn't have the helicopters that could fly. They it. It just was different. It's it was- true, but one of the reasons we're still talking about Titanic 200, 150 years later, whatever it is, 1912, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, all right, 110 right. years, okay? <laughs> is because they made a big spectacle. You back and read the old newspaper articles. Safest boat there's ever been. Right. The damn thing sunk. 
hours after it took right, off. Right. You know? It it did. I mean, it did. <laughs> Yes, it did. It did, and actually, its sister ship also sank. So that was that was years later, which is or two or three years later, which is also scary. But, but I, I know what you're going to say. None of this has anything to do with us going on a little cruise to the Bahamas. Okay, that's no. what you're going to well, say. That is. So what I'm somehow say. comparing so, a 1912 boat crash <laughs> and going on a vacation has nothing to right. do with each other. You going to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville and <laughs> then the Caribbean is a little different than wanting to take an Alaskan cruise. While I have always wanted to do that, but I do. Well, I thought you've taken many cruises. I, I have. I love going on cruises. I think they're wonderful i do understand if you have motion sickness or you i i really don't get it people say i get claustrophobic these ships are not small it's the size of a mall that's floating on the water i gotta tell you i get claustrophobic so we were just traveling a week or so ago i started hyperventilating sometimes out of nowhere Mm -hmm. even on an airplane well that's when you go on a cruise ship then you have to get a room that has either at least a porthole or a balcony you can't be and now we're talking you know double the price well, which you, is another well, you problem. you got to do what you got to do if you're going to be on the cruise ship. I mean, <laughs> for these kind of prices, I'll just get my own boat, okay? No, you won't. Are you kidding? <laughs> what is it? What is the average price, would you say, for you a... Get, uh, you can go on a five-night cruise for like 500 bucks, and that includes all your food. But hang on. For me to get on the boat and be satisfied you, with the accommodations, we're fi- talking about five grand a no, night, no, no, are we not? No, no, no. Maybe, maybe for the whole trip, $1,200. No way, Jose. Yes, you can get fantastic deals on cruises, but you have to pay... You have to get to the cruise. So if it's leaving from Florida or wherever it's leaving, you have to pay to go there. Uh-huh. And then you also pay, have to pay for your booze. That's not included on the ship. So they do include, include your room and your food, but the booze is not included. Is there a package where I can't include the booze? Yes, there are. But now, now we're talking five now grand. Ta- not five grand. No, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, there. it's an affordable vacation. You know what's it funny really about is. this is this is the only a cruise ship, uh, taking a cruise is the only... Price tag that I overestimate versus <laughs> underestimate. That's true. We were having a conversation yesterday, I think it was, where I was complaining. Uh, I have a sweater. I love to wear it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just warm enough that you put it on with shorts. Even if it's a little breezy outside, right. it's nice. But you wore a little... Uh, polo shirt underneath it and i notice sometimes that you know it, when you don't have your whole shirt out your eye is drawn to your collar sure and my collar's a little wrinkled and it's because somewhere in our last move we lost our iron mm-hmm. misplaced our iron we don't have an iron right now no. and, and somehow we've gotten away with not ironing at all you just throw it in the dryer i and didn't fluff really it up iron a little bit before. but i've got a shirt that i really think looks good it's a blue shirt goes with my blue sweater yes and the collar looks all frumpy and I said, gee, I really wish we had an iron. Maybe we should pick one up. And you say, oh, really? This you want to spend money on? And it's like 100 bucks. I said, it is not 100 bucks. <laughs> it's like 10 bucks. What well, was 40? So I'm always remembering well, the price of things. for a crappy one, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, always remembering can... the price of things 20 years ago, <laughs> apparently except for cruise ships. Well, you've never been on one, so you don't know. It'd be kind of neat as a charter a pirate ship. A pirate ship? You know? What? Wouldn't that be kind of fun? No, that sounds terrible. Why? What? You, Jack Sparrow? That's what I mean. Why? Hello, friends. <laughs> I'm just drinking whiskey right from the bottle. No. I'm <laughs> Wearing a bandana. A pirate ship. Put on some eyeliner. Well, luckily, everybody on that Norwegian cruise ship is uh, back in Seattle yes. and is just fine and can stop at Starbucks, which <laughs> to me would be a better vacation anyway. <laughs> this is going to be a big one today. The holiday weekend CBB, the community bulletin board. Thank you for getting these into us anytime. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com. You can also do it on our Facebook. If you get a community event, you get something fun going on, celebrating this great land and all its communities of ours this 4th of July weekend. Send them in, and we share them right here on the CBB. Camp Under the Stars, Wild Safari at Six Flags. That's where they got those new uh, Siberian tigers, right? Yes, they're so cute. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. The they're litter of five little tigers. Adorable. They're already getting big, by the way. Some some on the news yesterday. Drinking from the bottle. They have so quadrupled cute. in size in one week. <laughs> it's going on July 15th, starting at 5.30. Animal activities, giraffe feeding, special animals appearing that you might not see during regular hours. Hmm. Be sure to bring your tent and sleeping bag. Each admission includes animal presentations, a movie under the stars, s'mores to snack on, a giraffe feeding experience, like we said that, and all meals while on property. Sixflags.com slash great adventure for all the info. I stick in my neck out mentioning the giraffes twice. There you go. I see what you did there. <laughs> Little giraffe humor. I see it. <laughs> That's what the world needs. More giraffe humor. Sure. Carterette's 2022 Independence Day Festival is going on all day tomorrow. Yep, they got rides, games, food, live music, fireworks at dusk, and fun for the whole fam. Free shuttles from the public library and the middle school in Carterette over to the festival. Carterette.net for more details. I love a rhyming website. Mm-hmm. The Chubby Pickle in the Highlands. Chubby Pickle myself. Hosting a special fundraiser night. It's happening tomorrow at 7. 
Proceeds from the purchase of the limited edition Samara Sauce IPA will go directly to the Renando Foundation, which is for post-traumatic growth and wellness for veterans right here in the Great Garden State. A perfect way to show your support this holiday weekend. Yes, it is. ChubbyPickleNJ.com for all the details. Make sure you check out where the boss is on tour, including uh, Southside Johnny, Asbury Jukes, be there for the big show at the Stone Pony, and at the Basie for Bat Benatar. Quick events, 1071theboss.com. A couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning. It's a Friday tradition. We scour the police blotters from sea to shining sea every Friday and tell you these uh, stories of your award-winning fellow citizens. We call it dumb crook news, but not today. (laughs) It's a Friday tradition because no matter how horrible, how stressful a week you've had, at least you're not behind bars. Well, it's 4th of July weekend, so something special today. We call this dumb politician news. Because God bless America, at least you live in this country and Mm -hmm. not somewhere overseas. (laughs) Because we've got some stories of politicians from around the globe. Yes, maybe a few from here in the good old U.S. of A. Who have made asses of themselves. A politician in Canada missed a vote in Parliament and blamed it on his tight underwear. Politician's (laughs) name is Pat Martin. He said he got out of his seat, walked around, and his underwear started riding up his butt crack. And he had to miss the vote, go back to his office, change his pants. Oh, my God. Mr. Speaker, I wonder if I could have a clarification from you as to the validity of a vote from a member who leaves his seat during the vote and then returns to it in order to vote. You know, my favorite part of it is the Canadian journalists are so much more polite than the ones we have here. Yes, they are. Senator, isn't it true you're going to murder everyone? That's our people. Right. Access Hollywood covering government, so... (laughs) Well, he just got himself an atomic wedgie. I understand. There's a politician in Australia named Jeremy Buckingham. He was standing next to a river holding a smelly dead fish. I remember this story. You do? Yeah. I think this is about two or three years ago. Okay. And this clip is still like 15 million views online. He's doing a press conference holding the smelly dead fish because uh-huh. he's talking about how due to bad policies sure. of his opponents, the river is so, polluted. Right, right. Well, the... It smells so bad, he starts getting a little... Oh, no, I remember this happening. This is what you get when you leave the National Party in charge of water. Dead fish, a massive stink. Oh, sorry, I'm going to stop. Oh, 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 man. Oh, my gosh. He didn't just gag. He, like... Oh, yeah. He, like, threw up. That's a press conference for you. Talk about making news. Oh, my gosh. Was that live? Yeah. I got a sound bite. Oh, that's so (laughs) gross. Let's... uh, This is dumb politician news. It's 4th of July weekend. Doesn't it make you proud? Oh, yes. To be a citizen of this great republic. A politician in Taiwan bet that less than 400,000 people would vote to recall the mayor of Taipei. Well, he was so sure that he said for every 10,000 voters he was off, he would snap one chopstick with his butt cheeks. Unfortunately for him, about a million voters showed up for the recall, and he decided to pay up. He snapped 53 chopsticks with his butt cheeks. What? He was able to slide them into the butt and snap them. Stop it. I am not making that up. <laughs> that's a lot of splinters. I'll tell you what, I want to know what this guy's exercise regimen is because that's a that's a taut buttocks. A lot of squats. There it is. Back in 2009, the Prime Minister of Great Britain, I say, Gordon Brown, was visiting the uh, parliament. A politician named Daniel Hannan let him have it. They do the questions there where the Prime Minister has to answer his right. uh, opponent's questions. Mm-hmm. At one point during the speech, Hannan says... Uh, no. It's not that you're not apologizing. Like everyone else, I've long accepted that you're pathologically incapable Mm. of accepting responsibility for these things. It's that you're carrying on willfully worsening our situation, wantonly spending what little we have left. Just sits there. Uh, Okay. Sorry. Says nothing. <laughs> it always sounds so much nicer with a British accent, though. Like that's I understand true. he's insulting him, yeah, and that, and he probably is making an ass of himself by doing that in in public. But it just sounds. Not, I'm like, oh, should do I say thank you? Yo, mama, pathologically <laughs> incapable of accepting responsibility. Exactly, it's not as kind. This is dumb politician news. 2019. A uh, governor in Kenya calling out new legislation to address the problem of people passing gas on airplanes. (laughs) And he plays this clip of comedian George Carlin as part of his speech. What? Do you ever have to fart on a bus or an airplane or in some public place, but you hadn't been farting all that day? (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. He certainly made his point, didn't he? Wow. Okay. It's your first day on the job working for some newspaper. You get your little pen and pad. You're like, uh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. The governor said, have <laughs> Don't fart played on a clip, said, have you ever not farted all day? <laughs> How about this? 2017 in New Zealand. Guy can't stop laughing 
about a poli- he's the newscaster can't yeah. stop laughing about a, a new politician on the scene her name is well here you go also the dip woman <laughs> god what's her name dick <laughs> is it dick <laughs> Dixit. Oh, Dixit. Yeah. Her name was Sheila Dixit. But if you read it the way it was spelled, it looked like... That's me as a newscaster, 100%. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) They're like, no, you're an idiot and you're fired. All right, I got to give you one from here in America. And what's more all-American than the great state of Alabama? Roll Tide. Mm. Back in 2010, there was a guy running for Alabama Agriculture Commissioner. Hmm. His name was Dale Peterson, and he has an ad, and again, it ended up blowing up. You can still find it on YouTube with millions of hits here. It's him on a horse. I'm Dale Peterson, and I'm after the Republican nomination for Alabama Agriculture Commissioner. So listen up. Alabama Ag Commissioner is one of the most powerful positions in Alabama. Bet you didn't know that. You know why? Thugs and criminals. And they don't give a rip about Alabama. (laughs) They don't give a rip? They don't give a rip about Alabama. (laughs) You might think the governor's important. It's the agriculture commissioner. <laughs> I'm a big deal. <laughs> Dale Peterson did not win that election. Oh, sad. There you are. Dumb politician news. I'm trying to remember who I was telling. I think it was Nick when we were all together at the uh, Hard Rock the other day. Because he was asking. Everybody asks us this. What's it like with the two of you doing a show but also being together? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, it's fine. We get along fine. Obviously, we, we know each other's signals and all of that. Right. It's, it's really no problem. And I said to him, you know what's funny is occasionally there will be a topic, and obviously not something personal. I mean, I would never intentionally humiliate you, embarrass you, and bring up something you know, sure. awful on the sure. air. Sure. I mean, unless we, we said, do you want to go ahead and talk? Yeah, I mean, if something horrible <laughs> happened to us, God forbid one of us gets sick or something, I right. guess we would discuss it and then sure. we might talk about it. Because we're, you know, to me, nothing is off limits. I've been asked that question, is there anything off limits? And I say, well, no, I don't think so. Yeah, really, I don't think so. I mean, we've talked about all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Well, I said, as a matter of fact, sometimes there'll be something that I want to bring up, and it's usually a silly thing, but mm-hmm. something that I care about yeah. that I know you're going to say, no, we're not doing that. Right. And I bring it up on the air because I figure this is our safe space. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is true. You have done that. Because here there's a jury listening to our arguments, right. okay? You think there's going to be a fight, something that's big, you bring it up here. Well, this time you did it. You texted me yesterday. <laughs> you went out yesterday afternoon mm-hmm. and you said, uh, I made it. I did something accidentally. Yeah. It cost us some money. Yep. I said, uh, well, what? You said, save it for the radio show. <laughs> I did. So then we get home I actually said save it for air because I... You're home last night and we're on the couch and I say, so what is the... Uh, you said, uh... Uh-huh. Save it for the show tomorrow. Yeah. So what happened? What did you do? What did you spend money on? So it's it's not a bad thing. It's really not. And I, you were out buying litter for Rick the right, Cat. I was at so the, something very benign. Right. I went to the pet store uh-huh. and I was buying litter. Uh-huh. And you know the, Go on. the credit cards now, you don't have to swipe them you or wave stick it. them. You wave can just the wave it. Yeah. Well, I go to check out. She tells me the total. And I waved the card on the screen, not realizing that there was a donation screen as the first screen. Ah. So when I waved my card, it hit an amount and I didn't even realize it. And it said, okay. And I just hit the green button, hit okay and left. And then I looked at the receipt and realized that I made an accidental donation. Now, what's the charity? It's just for the PetSmart charity or for the for the pet charity, whatever. What pet charity? I don't know. How do we know it's a legit pet I charity? I don't. I don't know. But every time I go, I will usually give a dollar or two. It's for homeless animals or for them to buy food. Well, for if the it's shelters. a if it's a charity that PetSmart endorses, it's for homeless shelters. Right. I mean, that seems fine. And that's fine. Or they, I know they have uh, rescues that they have sometimes up for adoption. Right. So that will be fine. How much did we donate? It wasn't like five thousand dollars or something, was it? No. Usually, I'll give a dollar or two. We'll get to it. How much did you give? It was a lot. How much? I didn't mean to, though. How much was it? It was a hundred bucks. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> the, I did. I don't know how it. Happened. I mean, that's a that's a big donation. I know. I know. And I I saw the receipt and I went outside. Did you get a pen or some balloons or something for that? No, you. I mean, you can keep the receipt and write it off. And I don't mind donating the money. I know, but, but that's a big expenditure. It is. But I also felt like I couldn't go back inside and say, "Excuse me." <laughs> I don't care I about the act- puppies that much. Right. You know, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how it ha- They have a little screen with the little bubbles and it says, you know, one, two, five, 25, all the way up to 500. Thankfully, it didn't hit the 500, but my card swiped and it uh. must have hit the 100. 
It didn't pay attention. But I couldn't. What was I going to do? I couldn't go back and I say. I mean, you could go back and just say I made a mistake. Could you go back? Because I. 100%. You'll go back and ask. Yeah, I'd say, listen, I accidentally gave 100. I meant to give 10. I mean, that you know, that'd be respectable. I f- I, well, there was a whole line of people. I felt like <laughs> well, I couldn't go back and say, uh, sorry, I'd like to take my donation back. I clearly felt like you a weren't, total jerk. See, I know you know that I would be annoyed that you spent that much I money. Know, and I, I like, do care about the charity, by the way. I don't want people to say Robbie hates puppies. <laughs> no. But I, 100 bucks is a lot of money. Again, you and I donate to especially animal charities all the time and that's fine but I didn't necessarily mean to give a hundred to this one charity well you know what it could have been worse you could have accidentally joined the Amber Heard fan club or something you know what I mean So at least it was just a charity for well, homeless uh, pets I'm glad you're not mad at me because I well, was, I didn't say that oh. <laughs> but I just I, I didn't know what to do I couldn't go back so we, we what am I gonna do about it now and we can write it off. It'll be good Great. For next year. I'll worry about it next year. I'm sorry. That'll that'll go toward the fifty thousand dollar tax lien I already have against me. All right, time for hashtag mom. Confession. There was a mom confession right there. Uh-huh. Imagine that. Every morning we hear from mom, 720, 920. And we search that hashtag and share them right here. Sometimes from dads. I imagine mom's going to have a busy weekend with the kids home for the big holiday weekend. At Lysol Lisa said, if you're a mom and you've never forced your kids to wear those crappy flag shirts from Old Navy on the 4th of July, <laughs> are you really American? I had one that had the flag, but then a large star oh, superimposed yeah. over the flag. Ever- oh, really? Yeah. And then it has the year. Every year you got to get a new one. That's right. I remember that picture. That's right. I was looking fly. Every year. I was looking like Mark McGrath <laughs> from Sugar Ray. Wow. Okay. All I needed was the hearing and the spiky tips. That's amazing. At Bath and Body, Brittany said, thank goodness I let my kids stay up until nearly midnight so they'd sleep in until ripe hour of 6.12 a.m. this morning. Hey, as soon as it hits 6.00, you can get out of right. that bed. Casey Green said, you can always count on me to bring the famous recipe of a bag of ice to your summer cookout. <laughs> Not a bad thing at all. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Gosh. Every morning, 720 and 920. Also, I'm looking for part-time work <laughs> because now I have to pay off an extra 100 bucks in the credit sorry. card bill. I'm doing fine. Thank you. Well, Jane, uh, good morning. Thank you so much for making some time uh, to talk with us. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. You too. Well, you've got uh, a collection that is opening up here. It's Jane Seymour, the Up Close and Personal Collection, the exhibition, which is happening. I know you've been there before at the uh, beautiful Ocean Galleries in uh, Stone Harbor, an opportunity to meet you and to see your artwork and uh, even to make an acquisition if someone so desires. So tell us a little bit about what people are going to see if they uh, they come and, uh, and see this exhibition. Well, I've been painting pretty seriously over the last 31 years. Probably one of the best exhibitions I've ever had. 127 pieces, I believe, including um, watercolors, pen and ink, oils, acrylics, everything from my early work, retrospective, all the way up to my current collection. And uh, pieces, a lot of pieces never been seen. And um, and there's really something for everyone. So I I do a lot of different styles. I, I paint a, a lot of impressionist pieces. Mm. Um, that's it's been one of my favorite things, but I've also done some much more modern pieces recently. Um, a lot of sculptures of open hearts, um, a lot of florals, especially watercolor pen and ink, which have become now um, used for these uh, scarves that um, I do with my art and wear collection, which I, I've, I've been doing separately. I don't even know where to begin. And then on top of that, uh, with, there are four pieces by my son. We did a collaboration in which uh, he photographed me and I danced. He does these amazing um, HDR, amazing pieces. So wow. uh, the gallery is doing those as well. I have heard uh, artists say that they will take uh, the time it takes to get a piece and get it just right. And then when they put it up uh, in the gallery, it almost feels like you're sending your children off to the first day of school. Like you, you want to share it, but you almost feel like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this to go out into the world. Did you feel a little bit of, do you feel a little bit like that every time you, you paint something, create something new, and then have it go up for, for an exhibition like this? Absolutely. Uh, I, but, you know, I paint because it gives me joy and it's like a healing for me. And when somebody relates to that piece and they go, oh, my gosh, you know, this, this piece speaks to me. This is a piece that I, I want to look at and have in my home. That's just the most amazing moment of communication, really. So they are my babies. I hate letting go of them. But if my baby's going to a good home, to people that are emotionally invested in it and really love it and it means something to them, you know, I, I mean, what's the point in me having them all in my house? So I, sure. I like to share. And, uh, and it's very exciting when I see them hung, especially when you can see them hung as a group. It, it's fun for me because I can actually see my life 
through the paintings. I, I know where I was and what I was doing and when I did it. Well, that's kind of an interesting way to look at it. Uh, well, the exhibition yes. is uh, is opening up tonight. Ocean Gallery, Stone Harbor, starts at uh, 6 o'clock in the evening. Then again, uh, tomorrow, Saturday, 6 to 9, and uh, Sunday as well. You can go to their website for all the information. Jane, would you mind if I ask you a couple of movie questions while I have you on the line? Oh, no, absolutely. We did the show for quite a while in Michigan, and so we got to spend some time at the uh, Grand Hotel. Do you have any uh, memories of working uh, with Christopher Reeve, making Somewhere in Time those years ago? Oh, the most wonderful experience I ever had, I think, on a movie. It was just magic. I mean, he was a wonderful guy. It was a beautiful film. Everyone on that film was lovely. And the Grand Hotel in Mackin Island, you know, it couldn't have been a more beautiful summer. And I've, I've been back there. You know, they had this uh, Somewhere in Time enthusiast. Um, they called Insight, International mm. Network of Summer Enthusiasts. They go there and, and they have a Summer in Time weekend in October. I just, I, you know, my memory is just so, so special from there that I, I stay in touch with, with the, the hotel, go back there as often as I can, and um, the magic just comes back. They, it, it's a remarkable place. And for someone that hasn't been there, I'm sure you'll agree with me, they have the best fudge of just about any place in the world on that island. It is next level. Yes, they do. Well, you know, I was making this movie, and uh, fudge was not going to look good on my on my body. So, um, <laughs> it's a remarkable place. You know, they, they never allowed uh, any cuts um, on the island, except when we made that film. Oh, that's very interesting. Well, before we let you in, the other movie question I'm going to ask is, uh, there's been some talk about a sequel to Wedding Crashers. Are you a part of this movie? No one has asked me. I wish I could be. I'd love it. Okay. But, uh, not, no, uh, but I'd be thrilled. I, I loved that. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Well, you heard it here first. If uh, the producers are listening, Jane would like to be in the sequel. So uh, fingers crossed on that. Well, thank you for making some time to uh, to talk about your work and about the exhibition this weekend. It's great to meet you. Hi. I don't understand. This happened the first day she was on. Why we've got to do this with the phone when she's got the hookup on it. But, but anyway, here she is. She's been filling in for the past two weeks. Done an amazing job. Today is the last day that Jess Tyler... Uh, is doing the uh, news for us here because uh, Diane returns after the holiday. Have you had fun filling in, uh, being our our news anchor? I've I've had fun being back with Robbie and Rochelle again. I'm the third in the marriage. People just don't know that. <laughs> this is true. This is actually true. Now wait a yeah. minute. I don't think you've ever been on with us before. You and I have worked together before, but you've never been part of the show per se. This is a first, is it not? Uh Detroit, we did some stuff I, together. I think yeah. you, you subpoenaed me into the room a few times. Yeah. Well, we, I must have blacked that out. Things. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the most famous people we've met together? I'm trying to think about this. For some reason, um, I can't think of anybody. Separate? Well, together. Who are the most famous people? You Because you and I have gone to a bunch of, bunch of concerts together, and I'm trying to think if there's any good one. Keith Urban just knows you like as a friend. Oh, that's right. That's Keith, a good story. We met Keith Urban together. Just Tyler. I was you, like, what? Be, be honest Who now. You, you dated Keith Urban. Did you not? Is this not true? I mean, I, I wish I dated Keith Urban. No, but I did. Um, he slept on top of me. Does that count? Yeah, I would say so. That, that's probably farther <laughs> well, along than many get. that story. Yeah. <laughs> you were on his tour bus for like a year, right? No, I went for like a week on tour with him, and he slept in the bunk above me, and he used to just walk around uh, with no shirt on, and uh, oh. just, he called me Jesse, so everything was Jesse, and uh, he's the best-smelling man, you know, besides you, Robbie, of course. Is this not true that I say this Every all the time? Every single per one of our first dates, I wore coconut lotion, Jess, and Robbie says to me, you smell like Keith Urban. I yes. was like, I, does that, is that like a compliment? Like, yes. what does that mean? It is a compliment. The man smells fantastic. He really does. He's like the best-smelling man I've ever smelled. Really, really good. Mm. Were you with me when we met Wayne Newton? Or was that one where you were mad that uh, you weren't there? No, because we, there is an event that goes on every year in Vegas that you dragged me to one year, and I hate Vegas, and I hate how expensive it is. And you went the following year, I didn't, and I missed Wayne Newton. I'm oh. very upset about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you got <laughs> a good one for you. Do you, have a, you have a picture with him, too, don't you? Yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I would have... You can your face over my body if you'd like. <laughs> well... I should be so lucky. Don't put it past him. I should be I should be so lucky. You have never met Paul McCartney, right? I haven't met Paul McCartney. That's pretty cool. Yeah, okay, good. Did you did meet Mick Jagger though, didn't you? I did not meet Mick Jagger. No. Have you met him too? No, I've not met Mick, but I, I would have sworn that you told me you did. I'm trying to remember uh Oh, you know who it was it was our friend Netta. She met Mick Jagger. That's what I'm thinking of. But you were there when she told that story. Yes, yes, I was. I mean, I've met a bunch of country people. We went together to Imagine Dragons. We met them. Oh, yeah. yeah. D- didn't you hold, uh, you know that pop singer Andy Grammer? Didn't you steal his baby for an hour or something? Yes, yes, I did. And then Jesse McCartney, who had, like, a lot of plastic surgery, remember? A lot He's of plastic surgery. perfect teeth, though. They're perfect. Yeah. I love yeah, them. Thanks. 
And his uh, his manager is Carol King's sister. So, oh well, there you go. I don't know how interesting any of this is. I just uh, I like sometimes to be reminded of things I've done because I'm, you know, the years of drinking and abusing my body. I forget things I've that have happened. And Jess is good. She's like, uh, you know, when they say, "Can you please read that back to the court?" She's like the stenographer that remembers everything I've done there in my you life. Go. So, so there you are. Well, I anyway, remember everything, and I have some good stories. So that's why you have to be nice to me. Okay. What is your, is your favorite Robbie story? The time I was run over by a pushcart. I mean, it has to be. You were laying in the streets of New York with a hot dog cart running over your leg as you're screaming, help, help. And you're just walking by, they could care less. Do you have to add in that I was screaming, help, help? I mean. And your version is so much better than his. <laughs> this is true. Jess and I were taping a pilot of this show. And the guy's got to, I mean, I tell the guy, the producer of the show, I'm like, listen, I'll do it. I know you've got us here for this, but I've injured my knee today and it hurts to walk. He didn't care at all. He's dragging us through the subway. I mean, it just was one of the worst nights of my life. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Well, I hope you'll come back and do something for us again sometime. This has been really fun. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to come in person. So uh, we'll try to work that out. And have you learned how to say Lodi yet? I know Lodi, but I'm sure I messed up. So thank you, everyone. I'm sure I messed up some New Jersey towns, but I will I will work on that. Keep okay. working on it. Yeah, keep keep working on it. All right, we love you. Thanks for doing it. You got love a couple you, more Jess. to go. Thank you. Bye, Rochelle. Bye. Bye. All right, have a great 4th of July. Hope you enjoy it. We've got the uh, Saturday show tomorrow morning, and then we're back here. Uncle Ross will be in for a few days filling in. And then uh, Diane comes back, but Joe's still on vacation. Hunter's right. still, it's great. Everybody's on vacation, but we're back. We're back here, you oh, and yeah. I, Wednesday morning at uh, six a.m. for another big old broadcast. Have a great Fourth of July weekend with the summer fun songs right here. Whoa, Nelly! It's Fun Fact Friday, Ooh. and better net, it's Fourth of July Fun Fact Friday. Ooh. These are all fun facts. About the U.S. of A. as we celebrate the 4th of July, this long holiday weekend. Now, I know we mentioned this earlier in the week that our uh, our arch rivals out there, I don't even think they're worthy of being called our arch rivals. They are, they're, they are a nemesis. Hmm. Uh, Ashley and Brad, oh, they're a yeah. morning show. They're offering uh, 4th of July Fun Facts as a free feature to try and get you to put their, if you own a radio station, they want to be on your station. Mm-hmm. Now, we've been doing this for years and years, so they clearly right. have ripped us off. And they're right. trying to make money on our back. Not in this country, baby. <laughs> Actually, in this country. That's exactly how business would work <laughs> in this country. But anyway, here you go, 4th of July Fun I'm just on my soapbox, huh? <laughs> Only two men signed the Declaration of Independence actually on July 4th, 1776. The rest of them, eh, over the next month. You're kidding. It's like a layaway plan for signing the Declaration of Independence. I feel fooled. I'm going to have to uh, come back here on July 17th at 4. I've got a christening, and then we're going to uh, the shore for a few weeks. I guess travel back then was a little more difficult, so maybe they couldn't all get there. (laughs) Three of the future presidents who did sign the declaration died on a future July 4th. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson died on the same day. You're kidding. July 4th, 1826, James Monroe, 1831. Wow. I remember that from history class. It's kind of it's kind of spooky, isn't it? Is it is kind of spooky. It's like it was cursed. It's like uh, some Da Vinci Code stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. The Liberty Bell rings 13 times every Independence Day because of the original 13 colonies becoming states. The replica? Yeah. Oh, I see. They have I, an exact replica that I would say that would be amazing to see. Yeah, uh, you, you don't want to ring far. the old Liberty Bell. Well, that's know? what I was wondering. I know it's inside of a building now. Yeah. They took it. It used to be outside, but... This is like when they drag uh, Engelbert Humperdinck out to perform. You know, it's it just he don't look or sound oh, like he did forty years ago. Poor Engelbert. Why am I picking on Engelbert? I don't know. Americans will eat around one hundred and fifty million hot dogs this Independence Day. Ooh. I certainly hope with that many hot dogs, you'll be using a condiment. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about George Washington and Nolan yesterday about the wooden teeth and all of that. Yeah. Listen to this: U.S. soldiers in Washington's army during the uh, Revolutionary War, seventeen seventy eight, received a double ration of rum. Really? As a July 4th, because uh, they were still fighting the war after yeah. the declaration, so as a way to celebrate on the 2nd 4th of July, Washington said, let's get drunk. I love it. I knew I loved George Washington. Where's all the rum? <laughs> <laughs> he cannot tell a lie. He wants to get plastered. That's right. All right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Being the note, number five to number one. We will count down today, of course, and start at number five. Listen to what this couple did. They're, uh, they buy a new house, you know, like house hunters, right? Uh-huh. And they start uh, getting the hammers there and knocking down the walls for a little reno yeah. renovation of the bathroom. Well, the previous owner, as a joke, hit a plastic skeleton. <laughs> 
hung a little uh, <laughs> necklace on him with a pouch, and inside the pouch it went, boo, ha-ha, scared you, didn't I? No. Because he wanted them at first to think that there was a dead guy in the wall, but it was just That's a gag. amazing. Apparently the previous owner of the home was a high school science teacher who took the skeleton from school and put it in the wall when he sold the house. Oh, my god! Absolute genius. I love this guy. <laughs> there's a note, and there's a belt, and it's a whole skeleton. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Yep. So it's the, That's awesome. After they found it, they posted the video when they realized it was a gag. I'd love this to happen on House Hunters, you know? Oh, or, yeah. Or that Love It Enlisted show where yeah, Hillary's knocking down the wall there. And there's a skeleton yeah. in the wall. I want to see her go, she's all cool and collected and all sassy and in, until there's a skeleton in the wall. Tell you know her what I mean? to do a reno in Jersey. Yeah. There's bound to be some in there. <laughs> I guarantee you'll find one sooner or later. I'm going to make them an offer, <laughs> How about a bonus story, early bonus story for you? Speaking okay. of uh, school teachers, there's a... Uh, elementary school janitor who's doing a mic check before assembly all the teachers waiting to go on there and they just uh, check check one two mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he starts uh, singing to test the microphone he's like oh, i'm trying to get a level here and we'll take a listen yes. Wow, that is wow. that is pretty amazing. I have goosebumps. That's crazy. Not only is he great, he sounds like Steve Perry, doesn't he? That's amazing. So, of course, you could hear that the uh, school band is ready to go for assembly. Right. Since, well, all right. All right, this let's is do happening. this. Let's do it. That was amazing. And someone needs to get that guy a record deal. <laughs> are you listening, Clive Davis? Uh-huh. I know you are. <laughs> Number four, beekeepers converged on a highway out in Utah yesterday trying to capture thousands of bees that escaped a truck hauling over 200 hives that overturned. This time of the year, we often see semi-trucks traveling down the highway with hundreds of hives on them and it's sad to see but it does happen that's the uh, highway patrol there that's my worst nightmare <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all about bees i know we need the bees i get sure, it sure sure and keep in mind these are not uh, the uh, the bees that sting they're honeybees well i don't know i don't know about that but i that would be my worst nightmare to see a swarm of bees just f- n- nope you, go. you have so many worst nightmares but i mean yeah you don't want to be in my head like it's a lot <laughs> Let me tell you, it's well, listen, a lot. I, I grant you, you're cruising along 65 miles an hour, and there's imagine? a giant swarm of bees coming at the car. You're like, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Would Here you, it is. Would you hit the brake? Would you hit the gas? What do you do? Do you just close your eyes and scream? I don't know. I would just turn around. <laughs> yeah, pull, I would just turn around. Pull a Huey right there. Just go the other way. I feel like it's one of the things where you have to turn down the radio. Oh, it's <laughs> like when you go to the ATM. For some reason, for some reason, we have to be quiet while we're swarmed yeah. and eaten alive by yes, killer bees. Absolutely. Number three. Well, speaking of spooky. How about this? You know that Rob Zombie guy? Yeah. He's making a new version of the Munsters. It's supposed to come out just in time for Halloween. He's including Eddie Munster from the original show. The actor Butch Patrick is now confirmed he will be in the show, or in the movie, I should say. The last exhibit on our science fair tonight will be a robot built by young Eddie Munster. There's a little clip from the old Munsters (laughs) TV show. That's a great show. That was a great show. I mean, the Adams Family's fine, but I always really like the Munsters. They're a lot more wholesome, I think. Is that what it is? (laughs) Probably. Adams Family people are a little weird. They're a little, I mean, Wednesday Adams literally tries to murder her brother. (laughs) I guarantee you this new version is Rob Zombie. I mean, the guy's named Rob Zombie. I'm guessing it's going to be a little darker than the original series. Probably. Number two, new report has found the 4th of July the most dangerous day of the year for your cell phone. About 48% more phone accidents happen on the 4th of July than any other day of the year. Is that people blowing up their phone by accident trying to set off the little firecrackers? That or maybe because they, they're they swimming on a boat. It goes in the water. A little water damage. No. <laughs> Lola showed us the other day. She's got uh, a little pouch. She's got a bag for her phone. And, and she can actually make phone calls take video underwater. Yeah, like was, she's Jacques Cousteau or it's something. It's very weird. I, I didn't, didn't know that was a thing. I didn't really care for it. It freaked me out. I can't understand how the bag could be secure enough not to damage Damage the it, phone. I mean, it, I know the phones are supposed to be waterproof, but come on. Right. No, it was fine. I was, she's she's been doing it. She had it when we last week and we went swimming. She's taking TikToks in the pool. It's she FaceTimed me the other day and, and you're like, hello, can you hear me? She's underwater. Mm-hmm. That's why she's you couldn't really talk. The phone wasn't I guess That's, it doesn't have audio underwater. No, but. no, and it was all I could I mean, I could see the outline of her, but it, it couldn't really see much. And I was like, Can you just call me back when you're done swimming? I realize you're trying to show me what you're doing, and that's yeah. great, and I'm glad you're calling me. I can't remember talk to when you. Uh, cell phones and car phones and all that first came out, people would be like, you're never going to believe where I'm calling from. I'm in the car. I'm in the car. Now, you're just, now I'm, she's uh, in the pool. Yeah, I'm in the mm. deep end. <laughs> Number one, Airbnb has announced a contest. They're offering 100 winners, 100 grand, $100,000, one and six zeros, one and five zeros. Uh-huh. One and five zeros. Okay. One and six zeros is $100,000. Yeah, what do I have to do? <laughs> 
the Hundo G's to design and create a wacky, unique place for people to stay, but oh. you have to create the place on property that you own. Oh, dang it. So then it leads me to, but would I allow people on my property for $100,000? Yes, I would. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I probably mm-hmm. would. Absolutely. Go ahead. Do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> World-famous celebrity birthday file this Friday, Liv Tyler. That's uh, Steven's daughter. Mm-hmm. She's 45. Remember, she was in all those uh, Aerosmith videos yes. with... Uh, Alicia Silverstone. Yep. Missy Elliott, 51 today. Melissa Peterman, also 51. You remember her from Reba. Very funny, yes. Pam Anderson, 55. Carl Lewis. Alan Ruck. He's a guy uh, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Remember yeah. Ferris ruins his dad's sports mm-hmm. car? Hey! He's 66. Ghostbuster Dan Aykroyd. Fred Schneider from the B-52s. Debbie Harry from Blondie. 77 today. Today is International Joke Day. In America... You eat ice cream. In Russia, the ice cream eats you. Rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. I know. National Postal Workers Day and National Creative Ice Cream Flavors Day. (laughs) Creative ice cream Gosh, I really do miss Gilbert because every time he would come on the show, that's exactly the kind of thing he'd want to come up with. Yes. I tell you what I would do is parrot. (laughs) Parrot ice cream. Uh, uh, uh. We love Gilbert. Yes. Goodness gracious, look what time it is, baby. Friday. Yeah. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God. Thank God it's Friday night, and I just, just, just got Tell you what, some Abe Lincoln's in my pocket. And I'm ready to crank up the socket. Ooh, yeah. Long holiday weekend. Just relax. Kick back, put your toes in the sand. With a nice cold beverage in your hand. Say, God bless the USA. Hey, it's F-R-I-D-A-Y. Finally, Friday. God bless America. Happy birthday to the Statue of Liberty, too. Okay? I'm getting down, down. Only way to do it. I'm getting down, down. Turn that knob as far up as it goes. Listen loud and blow your neighbors to Canada. This. Friday freakout. I know you got a lot of pressure on you. got a lot of people. Everybody wants a piece of your time. They demand a lot out of you. Read the news, you get depressed. You owe a little money to the IRS. You got the kids hitting you up, the boss, the wife driving your face. Exercise the demons. Every single day, baby. Take this job and shove it. Why do you bang on that cowbell here? Just release it. Let it all out. Don't let it bubble like indigestion in the center of your throat. The finally Friday freakout is on the radio. Oh! Robbie and Rochelle doing it 1071 to Bond. It's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Well, happy Independence Day weekend, you Yankee Doodle Dandy you. What is your favorite patriotic movie? Hmm. That's an interesting question. It is an interesting question. Everybody seems, you know, for Christmas to have a movie that they watch every year. Maybe it's Christmas yeah. Vacation or Home Alone or something. And maybe there's a romantic movie, a little rom-com, a little date night movie you watch around Valentine's yeah. Day. But is there for the 4th of July? You know, by the way, I don't know if I've said this this year, 4th of July, my favorite it's holiday. favorite holiday. Christmas is nice. I like Christmas. You okay? love the 4th of July. I, Halloween is kind of fun. I love the 4th of July. Yes. I think it's so much fun. I love everything about it. I like the warm weather. I like... Uh, Root, root, rooting for my country. <laughs> I like sitting in the backyard having some uh, macaroni salad. I, li- right. I like the uh, firework displays and uh, bands playing music like this. I love it all. Mm-hmm. You have a favorite patriotic movie. The first one that comes to mind, obviously, is Independence Day. Is that really a patriotic movie, though? I, mean, I suppose it is. America Beats the Aliens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think... I guess I think any movie where there's a president in it is kind of a patriotic movie. You know what I meant to mention to you? I happen to flip around. I was watching The American President. You know, I, the one lo- with- I was going to say, I love The American President. That's yes. Michael Douglas, and that's the one that yes. inspired the West Wing. Mm-hmm. And it was not nearly as good as I remembered. Really? Yeah. Well, that's kind of sad. And it was a little silly. I think uh, the Top Gun Maverick movie is a fantastic... Very patriotic I mean, movie. that movie was so, so good. I want to see it again. If you want to uh, salute our military, man, they sure... Uh, uh, the full might of America. Yeah. Is on display in Top Gun. Uh-huh. Either one of them, the original or the new one, are just fantastic. That's a very good answer. Maybe one of the, um, I'm trying to think, uh, historical movies, kind of fun. You know, the ones about... Uh, the Patriot. The Patriot is a good one. Lincoln. Yeah. That's a good movie. I'm a I'm a total loser, and as you know, I, I love early 90s random movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave. 
Love uh, it. Dave is a great Loved movie. Loved the movie, Dave. Kevin Klein, Sigourney yes. Weaver. That's a terrific <laughs> cast. That's a great answer. I was going to say All the President's Men. Oh, yes. Kind of a serious a movie, one. but if you like mm-hmm. a little Dustin Hoffman, a little Robert mm-hmm. Redford, that's a good one. Your favorite patriotic movie. There's actually a, a movie version of the old Broadway show, 1776. Oh, right. Seven, right. You know who's in that? You know who plays John Adams? Who? Mr. Feeney, William Daniels. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. I love that. That actor. 732-774-4444. Lines are open. You can also text the same number, 774-4444. Or on Facebook, your favorite all-American flag-waving patriotic movie. What is it? That's your he said. She said. I feel good. Yeah, I bet you do, buddy. Just underway with a he said. She said. <laughs> this holiday weekend. Talking about your favorite uh, all-American patriotic movie. Mm-hmm. There a movie you turn on every uh, Fourth of July weekend. Uh, great answer. That's off the soundtrack of Rocky Four. Remember where uh, Rocky goes up against the Russians? Yes. And that seemed kind of stupid after you know, a couple of years and by now. It seems like it makes perfect sense again. Right. Go get him, Rock. Take out Drago. <laughs> Living in America. So what is your favorite patriotic film? Tracy said The Patriot, My Fellow Americans, and The American President. Oh, remember uh, My Fellow Americans? Yeah, that, that was, was great. A great one. Jack Lemmon. I love Jack mm-hmm. Lemmon. Yeah, that was really I good. I think uh, James Garner is the other one. In oh, that one. yes. Because he did yes. the, the old grumpy man with uh, Walter Matthau. Then he did the one with uh, James Garner with yeah. My Fellow Americans. And uh, Dan Aykroyd, whose birthday it is today, is in that movie. Oh, is he? He's like the corrupt son or something like that. Oh, okay. I have to go back and watch it. I don't I don't remember that. I mean, it's a silly movie, but it's fun. Well, it's okay. Jake said... Rain of fire when the Americans show up. That's right. We kill dragons, too. <laughs> You're darn right. We do. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Merka. Brian said, Saving Private Ryan, Captain America, and Olympus Has Fallen. Olympus you, Has Fallen is a ridiculously stupid movie. Love. The plot is so preposterous. <laughs> How about this? You remember, uh, we'll go way back to the beginning of movies. James Cagney or the Yankee Doodle Dandy. He's a Yankee Doodle Dandy. Little Bing. A Yankee Doodle, do or die. A real live nephew of his uncle Sam. Born on the 4th of July. Your favorite patriotic movie. We'll get a couple more of those coming up here. 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, or you can answer on Facebook. Rochelle really outdid herself with a little (laughs) little graphic there of patriotic movie posters. It's He Said. She Said. And Rochelle. We've been having fun with this. We've just kicked off the 4th of July Summer Fun Songs weekends. So we're talking about uh, patriotic movies, mm-hmm. all American flag waving movies, wholesome apple pie, Chevrolet kind of fun. Sure. You got one you watch every 4th of July or anytime, I suppose? Michelle said Forrest Gump and Jaws. I see. I wouldn't think of Jaws as a, well, I guess it's a summertime movie. I guess, but. yeah. Makes you think of the 4th of July. I guess it's patriotic. There's a very uh, intense movie, Tom Cruise movie, Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah, which about a Vietnam vet. That's mm-hmm. kind of a mm-hmm. that's kind of a tough one. Uh, Mariana said uh, Armageddon. Okay, that's a great movie. That's one that's got uh, Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith mm-hmm. on the soundtrack. And, right. Uh, good and old Liv Bruce Tyler. Willis is in that. Liv Tyler, right? Her Isn't birthday today. Yes, yes. John said anything with Bruce Willis or Denzel makes me feel like an American. <laughs> yeah, let's just go that's kill fair. some. Let's go break the necks of some bad guys. Come on. <laughs> Not a movie, but a TV show. We were talking about rewatching 24. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great show. A little Jack Bauer action here. That definitely makes you feel like an American, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know if it makes you proud to Listen, be Listen, whatever but... you do, just don't turn on cable news this weekend, yeah. okay? <laughs> All right, we'll keep that going. Again, Rochelle's got a really fun graphic. I really can't say it enough. I can't oh. overstate it. Well, thanks. Because it's got movie posters from just about everyone you can think of. Air Force One with mm-hmm. Harrison Ford and uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, that's on our Facebook at 1071 The Boss. 732-774-4444. That's the Text Connect if you still want to get one in your favorite page. Patriotic movie.